know there is so much power inside of you, you have the power to make an impact on the planet and the people around you just by believing in yourself. You get to decide how today, this year, this life is going to go. Are you feeding your old bad habits or are you feeding your power? What's up, big dreamers? Your lady vitamin Katie is here and you are listening to my Feed Your Power podcast. I am a vegan registered dietitian and fitness instructor and my mission is to empower you to feel confident and excited about your health and your life. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you for pressing play and let's begin. Yay. Hello, Christina. Wow. I'm so excited. I can't believe that, you know, you're in Hawaii. I'm in Cancun and we've just stayed connected and I'm so grateful and excited for you to share your wisdom on all things. The cycle you've helped me so much too. I didn't get a, a cup until after meeting you. There's just so much, but first of all, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing amazing i got my cacao that i was drinking earlier at the park and soaking up some of the a little bit of sunshine it's been super rainy so anytime there's a break i'm like okay i gotta get a little bit of outside time um so yeah that's kind of what i was doing before this and it's morning time for me so so i got the whole day ahead of me yay yes well Oh, I love that. I love that you already got cacao. I know that there's a cacao (laughs) ceremony happening later too. (laughs) Never enough cacao in the system. Always the cacao. (laughs) And honestly, we could like talking about that. I feel like my, my symptoms of cramping and my periods are always better too. Like there's a reason why we crave chocolate on our cycles, Mm -hmm. right? That iron, that magnesium, replenishing those minerals, helping to release cramping from the magnesium, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. so if you think that you're wrong or broken or (laughs) just being bad for wanting chocolate and eating a lot of chocolate, there's definitely a difference between like milk, chocolate, Hershey's kisses and ceremonial cacao and exactly, but um, exactly. I always say that to you. And that's, that's kind of how I talk about cacao. Maybe it's not, you know, someone's daily obsession, but something that can be used around their premenstrual and during their period to alleviate some of those symptoms. So yeah, it's kind of cool to incorporate things with the cycle knowledge. Well, tell me more about this, um, the different phases of the cycle. And I'm embarrassed to say, yeah, I use my daisy. I love my daisy. And it's not the end all and be all for being in touch with my body. I've been just reminded recently that no matter how many tools that are out there, my body knows best. You know, Mm -hmm. I just, we're late on this call a little bit. I apologize because I was uploading a reel about my um, continuous glucose monitor. And it's Mm -hmm. just so interesting how instead of listening to my body, I'll, I'll be just like relying on this thing and constantly checking this thing. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for you to share how people, you know, without spending hundreds of dollars, Um, because yes, these are great tools. Don't get me wrong. I love all the data. I love being able to go back and go through and how it's organized and it's right there. It's just like, it's so nice. And I had to take a step back and be like, wow, you know, how am I feeling? Like, just because this Mm -hmm. is saying something. Um, so as far as what, 
different phases the cacao is is better with how do we even know <laughs> what's going yeah. on yeah that's a great question and I love everything you just spoke to I feel like so yeah I'm going to take this in my answer in two different directions and kind of explain as in with what you just said um there's when someone's at the starting point of wanting to be more in tune with their body, wanting to be more in tune with their cycle. There's many reasons why maybe there's symptoms that are happening that are pretty severe. Um, maybe there's a missing period. Maybe there's super irregular cycles. Um, maybe there's continuous bleeding all the time because of coming off of birth control. Like there's just infinite different possibilities and situations that happen. But what I find is what you were mentioning, the inner seasons um, these are four seasons that our body moves through just like the seasons of the earth. And it correlates with the two main events of our cycle, which is ovulation and our menses or when we bleed. And so by having an awareness about these inner seasons, which are really just a reflection of the fluctuating hormones in our body, they, we can start to take really good care of ourselves because we know okay, I'm transitioning into this next season. This is what I typically need. And so what I find is it's really important to notice the patterns of your own body and using this, this template or guide instead of like a prescription. This is how you must feel. This is how it works. Like it really is more based on the daily check-in, which I love yes. that you said that of like you, by getting, sometimes we can get really caught up. Like, oh, this is the, how it's supposed to be. This is what I've learned. This is, you know, this is what I need to be doing, but really it's okay. Here's a template. Here's like generally very, very generally what works. And now how does it work for your body? So that's kind of how I start with inner seasons and really teaching the, the practice exactly like you just said of checking in every morning, every night, how do I feel? How is my physical body? How is my emotional body? And starting to track those different changes and being able to see where, where there's ways you can better support yourself, where there's decisions that can be made that better support your mental health and your physical health. Um, so I'll go a little more detail. So when we bleed, that is our winter, our inner winter. And sometimes I even say like coming out of your period is not always just, Whoop, I'm done bleeding. I'm ready to go. I feel great onwards. It's like, sometimes, especially for my own self, I take some days to transition of like, I'm still feeling a little low energy. I'm just less sparky, less uh, inspired, less passionate. Like it's, it's a uh, lower intensity. And then I slowly start to build back up and that's kind of my inner spring. And then eventually hitting my ovulation time, which is around the middle of my cycle typically. And um, that is when I'm feeling super inspired. Ideas are coming to me like nobody's business and really excited. I have a lot of physical energy for more high intensity activities. I feel more social, um, expressive and yeah, that's how I experience it. But again, this is different for everyone. So that's the point is like, is that how you experience it? Cause some people don't, and some people have a totally different experience, but it's something cyclical so they can be aware of it. And then after we ovulate, everyone is probably very aware of this transition. We yeah. transition into our inner fall or premenstrual. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a, that is especially the time to pick up the cacao use and to really do what you need. First of all, I know you talk about this a lot, but 
nourishing your body with really good foods. And not to say that there's not the room for the treats and the things that just taste good and are like, you know, just cravings, but really making sure, first of all, that the calories are higher. Like our body actually needs more calories to produce progesterone, which is the hormone responsible for our second half of our cycle and our luteal phase. So that's a huge piece is just making sure we're eating really hearty, nutritious meals three times a day, like really just taking care of ourselves. And I find that that allows when our period comes to have less symptoms and it really is, it spans the whole spectrum though, you know, like our physical lifestyle from our sleep, our nutrition, um, just what's going on in our life. And sometimes I also like to mention that it's not always an immediate need to freak out or diagnose anything related to our period, because we also have to recognize that our bodies are responding to our environment. So sometimes there just is something going on. Like we just went through something huge. Maybe we moved, maybe we switched jobs. Maybe we lost a partner or a friend and that relationship completely ended. Like your body is going to react to that. Yeah. So it's also yeah. really important to not keep this mindset of like, you know, I'm doing everything so perfect in all these other realms, like my nutrition and my sleep and my lifestyle is all on point. So why am I experiencing this? And just remembering that the body has to release in some way. And so sometimes I feel that it comes out in our, in our period symptoms. So it's, it really is a mix of all of it, which I really like, because I like to dabble with the spiritual energetic side, the emotion, the physical, and kind of like the biology, but the practical, you know, like combine all of this and create a complete picture. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of like where I start with all of this knowledge. And then um, the, the next step is being able to track the signs of your body for birth control. So this is, you know, it's formally called the fertility awareness method and it's tracking cervical mucus, um, cervical position and basal body temperature, which is what you're referring to with the daisy. And yeah, it's really beautiful to learn all of these signs and to start incorporating the observation and recording every day. Cause it just totally changes everything. It's like, first of all, it's a mindfulness practice, keep connecting us to our body. It's like a, a commitment that we make to yeah. ourselves, which I find huge. Like it took me a bit to really commit and take it seriously and check every single time and follow through. And it honestly taught me a lot in that realm of like, wow, this is actually like a whole new thing that I need to pay attention to and yeah. really commit. And I really love to the ability of understanding and interpreting it for yourself like there's no reliance on anyone else of course there's like ways to like you know work with someone with your chart so they can see I Um, actually really don't forget what you're gonna say but I really want to turn up oh the volume to what you said initially was just the importance of the Mm check-in and how fascinating it is that a lot of people are really uncomfortable just sitting really uncomfortable just Mm. just being with themselves sitting down to meditate sitting down like I have so many patients and clients that say like I'm just not the type of person that can sit and do that like I'm just in my head trying to meditate like I just can't meditate like and the thought of committing yourself to checking in it sounds to me like oh easy got it in the bag just like literally just ask am I hungry am I full like am I tired am I energetic right now like it seems like something that's so easy and so simple but people listening like probably aren't doing it 
And when it reminded me that I definitely did not use to check in at all with myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been more, um, so much better at checking in with myself, but it's a whole nother practice to a check in with yourself, notice how you're feeling and B be okay with what worked for you yesterday may not work for you today. Exactly. And actually take action from that space of like listening. And exactly. it's so cool to hear that you have been, um, committed to checking in with yourself because in the past for me I was like that's way too much there's no Mm -hmm. way I'm going to be able to track these things and like it just you know when you're not prioritizing yourself and how you're feeling and there's just so much going on it can feel impossible it really felt impossible for me I was like how do people do that how do people like really chart these things like that was just like so crazy to me so I'm really excited to hear that and I just wanted I felt called to share that Mm, yeah, I love that too, because I feel like it's such a, it, it's a, it's a practice. You don't just wake up one day and start doing it. And I think that there is this, it's, it's taught me a lot about having grace when I don't follow through with myself and then allowing myself to continue working towards that intention and goal, which is fueled by my why, why am I even doing this in the first place? And so for me, cycle tracking and inner season work and checking in with that realm is fueled by the fact that I can't stop talking about it because I want to share it. I want to share it with other people. And so I think that it's really important for every single person, no matter what they're, they're working towards, whether it's nutrition goals or anything, any lifestyle goal, it's really like, do you have a why? Are you really clear on that? And what is the strength of that? Because if it's not very strong, it's not going to go well. And I think that's the hard part. And I think the biggest thing is just being able to learn these different tools. So even, even cacao, cacao has helped me to slow down. It's an intentional ceremonial drink. It is not meant to be made and drank without setting an intention. I mean, that alone taught me the pause of, wow, I used to drink coffee without any thought. And I would just drink it, drink it, drink it. And I had no thought around it. It's mindless. It was a mindless ritual and transitioning to something that it's actually important. The energy I'm feeling when I'm even making it. It's important for me to slow down and not just run out the door mm-hmm. and onto my next thing. It's important for me to sit and ground myself into the earth, have my own visualization practice, uh, have my own intention setting. And I think for people who are new to it, it's like, use the tools though. Like allow someone to guide you, find guided meditation, start with three minutes, five minutes, yes. work your way up. Like, I think that there's such a goal of like, I don't meditate. And it's like, but it, all it is, is like sitting in silence and letting your breath be whole like big inhales and exhales. And it's crazy because I feel once you start that, it's almost addictive to do that because it feels so good. It's like almost hard. I catch myself more easily now noticing when I'm not breathing well, because it's like my body is like, ah, (laughs) I'm curious. What is your why? It's just fun to share. What's your why? Why do you track? Yeah, I, well, first I just, I really, I want to be able to have sex safely without the addition of anything. I don't want to take anything inside my body. I don't want to rely on something outside of myself. I don't want to follow something blindly and feel in the dark about how something works. And so it just really drove me once I started learning. I mean, it's just endless. The the myth busting that happens on the daily for me. It's like every time I'm talking to anyone, they're always like, wow, I never knew that. And it's something so basic about our biology (laughs) as 
women. It's like mind boggling. And it's, I was in the same boat. I think that's the biggest thing too, is like, I was in the same boat two years ago, two years ago. I did not know pretty much anything I know now. It's just like, once you start, it just goes. So my why has been because that I, I was unsatisfied with the solutions and, um, yeah, things provided to me by society. I read on the CDC this morning that one in four women are taking um, either the pill or an IUD or another type of implant. And I think it was like 10% of women are on the pill and 15 or 14% are using an IUD or an implant. And that's a lot of people, right? And me personally, somebody who I'm really interested in doing whatever I can to not um, just take synthetics to help Mm -hmm. me like finding the root cause. Yeah. I was prescribed birth control. Oh, you don't have your period. Just go on birth control. Oh, like, and uh, so, yeah, (laughs) we can Mm -hmm. relate. Your why is amazing too. Like I wasn't thinking initially that you were going to say birth control. Um, For me, it's more so a feeling of, yeah, a feeling of empowerment, a feeling like I, I understand my body, a feeling of like, okay, wow, I am taking the steps to take care of myself. And I can feel like confidence in that based on my body signals, just feeling confident and feeling empowered is my why, so that I can help others do the same from a grounded place. I love that so much. And that's what I see when I work with women, especially for longer, like at least three months, I notice it's like, yeah, we start off our sessions or inner seasons and cycle tracking. And, but by the time we throw in, you know, archetypes and embodiment practices and all these self-care practices and turning them into ceremonies, next thing, you know, we're talking about these limiting beliefs that they've had since childhood and how to, how to observe it and choose to be and feel different. It really is like such a beautiful mindset shift that is sparked by the confidence and empowerment that comes from learning about your body. It's like, I always tell people, I'm like, so basically what you think you're going to do is cycle tracking. What you're really going to do is find all the confidence and empowerment you've ever dreamed of to accomplish all of your goals. Yes. Uh, but we're going to tell, <laughs> I'm telling you it's cycle tracking though. Like, it's so funny. It's like, well, yeah, because <laughs> That's the whole thing about self, when you're self-conscious, when your cycles aren't right, when you're feeling puffy and bloated and confused and just not feminine, not your cycles, Mm -hmm. you just don't know what's going on. You're going to be self-conscious. There's no way if you're self-conscious for you to have other consciousness of healing the problems in the world, like doing things you're passionate about, like actually getting your consciousness and your focus and energy outwards stems from exactly what you're helping people with exactly what we're both helping people with like really mm-hmm. making it so that you feel good that's huge yeah and I think too you you said it exactly too about getting to the root cause I mean I just cannot handle the amount of stories that I'm told where people are prescribed something or put on something without any knowledge I mean straight up this is right now in today's society a woman who is trying to conceive with her husband when she goes to the doctor and explains it's not working, they prescribe all of these things and they don't even ask or um, recommend that they confirm if they're even ovulating. Like they're not even getting to the fact that in order to conceive, you must be ovulating. Like that's a fact. And so it's like, there's just such a disconnect between the way our biology works, the way you know, these solutions provided by the medical systems are, and ultimately it goes to, if you focus on the root cause, which is, okay, am I ovulating? Let's cycle track. How Let's do we see. find then out? Provides, Tell us. <laughs> then it provides answers. So it's like, 
if you're able to track your cycle and you confirm that in fact you are ovulating and you're still not getting pregnant, now you have all these other ideas of, okay, I'm ovulating, you know, I'm having sex in my fertile window, you know, what else is happening? And it gives you just more information. And so I also think about that too. It's like, there's just so much more information that can be provided when we track things and the medical system doesn't even ask you. <laughs> so it's like, we're really like, we have to find the root cause and find practitioners and people who are dedicated to that same intention. And then you can actually see the changes happen, which is like why I love the work you do focusing on mindset. It's like, before you even think about your goals, <laughs> it's yeah. like, are you able to even set an intention that's true to your heart and something that feels really good? And yeah, it's all about feeling good. It's like so simple and so funny, but apparently, you know, really programmed in us that that's not allowed. And so, yeah, yeah. that's also a huge why is like, just feel good and find, find a way to feel good in something in relation to cycles that happens every month. Yeah. You know, it's like, this happens every month. Like, can you imagine like, you know, not, I mean, and this happens women in their forties, like never having solved root problems. It's like, Nobody you know, there's the cause. Yeah. Right. And there's no way to even like, it, it's actually really sad because it's, it's, it really just comes from the ignorance of, of educators and, you know, medical professionals. And I hear people in their forties and fifties tell me, I never knew that I was on the pill for 25 years. I was never told that there's all these other oh, effects. I feel right? and I'm just like, that, you know, going on the pill. Like, what do you mean? There's like, Oh, but I really do want to, if you're open to share, I would just love to hear, you know, you're saying you're, you're doing this charting. It's such a foreign concept for most mm -hmm. people and still including myself, you know, like thinking about, okay, what is that really like on the day to day and how does that work? Cause I'm like, okay, I know it's tracking cervical mucus, but is that like, what if that happens in the middle of the day when I'm like not paying attention and how do you even track it? Do you print out these charts? Like <laughs> people to know. Yeah. Do you want to explain how do you know if you're ovulating? Definitely crash course. I'll give you like a very quick crash course. Um, so the two biomarkers that I track personally are cervical mucus and basal body temperature. So I'll start with cervical mucus. And yeah, what you mentioned about like, what if it happens in the, in the middle of the day and you're not paying attention? The beautiful part is you're never worried about what is actually exiting your body. Like you're not even, if there's discharge at all, that's not what we're looking at. So the only thing we're looking at is you fold your toilet paper in a perfect little square, like a nice, nice, pretty square. And um, you're wiping from front to back every single time before and after you use the bathroom all the time before and after every single time. So, yeah, this is a complete shift. It's like way it's different. It's a whole different way of doing it. And it's like literally every single time you do that. Um, you also do this every single time before and after you shower or bathe and before you go to bed. And the reason the frequency is so much is because actually, so I think we have this thought because of this, like our experiences with discharge happening at certain periods of the month, we think that it's happening. Like it's a lot, but really it's not. Sometimes it's really subtle and it's not, it's not like, Oh my gosh, look at all of this discharge and, uh, or this, uh, cervical mucus. So the first thing is that's how often you're checking. You're always checking. So that's a part of it. Um, and then you're determining whether, every day you're looking at what you see and you're, and you're at the, you're basically creating like a, um, a list of all the things you see throughout the day and you're looking for mucus or not. So there's dry days where you don't see any mucus or mucus days. And then 
that's that's where like the nitty gritty details comes in. We start to classify the type of mucus that we see. Um, we finger test the mucus. If we can pick it up off our finger, um, that's, that is the sign of fertility. That is fertile. When we can pick up mucus off of the paper or off of the toilet paper and put it between our fingers at all, then that is fertile mucus. Wow. Which is important because that's how you're using it to decide whether you can or cannot have unprotected sex. But because that's showing cervical mucus is keeping, keeps sperm alive. So that's kind of the purpose of it. That's one of the purposes of it. Um, so that's, that's kind of how we use it. And so basically every day you're checking throughout the day, you're kind of making mental notes. Um, it's a lot easier than it seems. I feel like it sounds really like, wow, I'm checking every single time I have to record all the time, but I don't, it's like, I, it's very clear. Sometimes I'll only see mucus like two times on the days that I do. So it's, it's really not hard to keep track of. And you find your own system. There's apps, you can have paper data sheets, it's whatever works for you. But the biggest thing is recording every single night and getting really good about that and just having a routine because people can't even remember what they ate for breakfast yesterday. It's right. really important to like actually do that every night because then you'll have holes in your data if you don't record. So that's really important. Um, so that's one aspect of it. And yes, that does take like, this is a whole new shift. Um, and there are methods where uh, you can just use cervical mucus technically as birth wow. control. You can, there's people who have been doing that for 10 plus years. Wow. in partnerships and you can do just that for myself personally my cervical mucus is not 100 clear so like i'm not showing the like textbook normal cervical mucus patterns and so i really like having the additional layer of the basal body temperature because my the temperature shift clearly tells me yes i did ovulate it allows me to 100 confirm if my mucus is being a little bit weird yes um, so yeah, with the temperature, I take my temperature every day between the same two hour window. Um, and I use a glass thermometer. So it actually holds the reading and you have to keep it under your armpit for 10 minutes. So literally sometimes I'll wake up. It's like, I'll like see the time. It's like 6, 15. I'll grab it, put it under my arm, literally fall back asleep. Wake up 30 minutes later, take it out. It holds the temperature. So I don't even have to look at it. I'll place it on my bedside table and go back to bed. So it doesn't have to mean like wow. you get up, like yeah. you don't have to be like awake and ready to go, but you want to be taking it before you get out of bed. Right. And so, yeah, we're taking our temperature every day between, between the um, same two hours and always staying in the habit. So even if like you only got three hours of sleep the night before, which technically that's like, you have to get at least five for it to work um, or for the, for the, um, for the data to be accurate there's like certain things that affect our temperature. So it's important to right. make sure that it's right for each person's lifestyle. But I think for most people, it's, it's, it's possible. Um, and so, yeah, take my temperature every single day. And so on my chart, I have, I use an app called read your body and it shows on the top, my cervical mucus patterns and uh, right below it. So it correlates and lines up exactly my temperatures. And so I can very clearly see when I switch from pre ovulation to ovulation and hopefully usually it'll align with cervical mucus patterns. And I'm like, yep, 100% I ovulated. That's and awesome. so that's the, that's the biggest thing is noticing, um, for basal body temperature, it's a temperature shift. So you have to have, um, you, I mean, it's very clear, but it's so funny because the, it's only like sometimes 0.5 different. Yeah. It's degrees. really tightly it's controlled, really, but it is it's a super low, but it's so clear. It's like, yeah. like you can see the two like right. sections of your period. So yeah, that's kind of, 
you know, it can sound daunting. And I think that that's the important part is like taking it at, at people's pace that they're ready for. And that's why I really recommend the slow education around it and not just jumping towards it and like really making sure that we're ready to do it and we really want to do it. And, you know, maybe for myself, I didn't add temperature on, I think for a little bit, like I was just doing cervical mucus and that felt great because it was, didn't feel overwhelming. I was getting the hang of that. There's like a lot of different rules to follow, um, to just learn, like learn how to track, learn how to chart correctly. And once I, once I was like, okay, I feel good about this. And it wasn't being super clear with my fertility. I'm like, okay, I do want to add temperature. Mm -hmm. And I actually love the temperature. I really don't find it difficult. Um, and there are also, there's a, a brand called temp drop that is an armband that you wear at night and it takes your temperature periodically throughout the night. And then, you know, has its own little system of taking out any, uh, outliers or whatever, and gives you a baseline temperature for that day. Basal body temperature. Cool. Yeah. So that's, what's cool. And that's really good for people who are like night shift workers or people who are postpartum, um, and waking up all the time to breastfeed. Um, and so there's kind of different situations for that. Or I've also just seen people who've been tracking for three years and they're tired of taking their temperature at all. And they just want to upgrade. Um, but it is, that is an investment. I can't remember how much it is. It might be like $150 or maybe up to hundred. I can't remember, but the temp, the thermometer I use is $10, I think, or maybe less. Um, so yeah, technically to get started, you really don't need much. Yeah. That's not much at all. And it's really not that hard to take your temperature. I feel like just, I, I just always have to have my Daisy right next to my bed. Like there are times like if I don't see it, I honestly will forget. Like I've been traveling a lot. And if I leave it in my makeup bag or my backpack, I'm like, darn it. That's a good point though. I really want to make this point is that it is okay to not be perfect. Like mm-hmm. random little things happen. Like one time I accidentally reset it before I recorded it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have no clue what it was now. Um, or, you know, just different, or I forgot it. Like I was going to sleep over at a friend's house and I forgot my thermometer. Right. It's not like such confusion. It's not like everything's ruined it's a general and, you know, trend you're trying to find right yeah. right but that's you know and it does matter like it, it it does matter whether we're you know it depends on where we're at in life like if you're having yeah. sex every day it's probably really important for you to be right. on it and like to know that and it just depends on the person's lifestyle but yeah I think that's an important point because sometimes I'll be a little disappointed in myself when I'm missing them or I'm just like oh like kind of being like oh I'm I'm sad I don't have that and right. my mentor always tells me like, it's okay. Like, look, you can still see everything looks great. So it's also yeah. another beautiful lesson about, you know, not chasing perfectionism <laughs> or just totally. looking at the general trends. And this is so important to track. Like, I think we do make time and we take action towards things that are, that are important. And when it comes to ovulation, like that's a huge sign that if you're not ovulating, if you're really, if your temperature isn't going up, if you're not experiencing this mucus, like your hormones are out of whack, you know, there's things that you can do from that information. Like you're probably not able to make enough progesterone. You're probably stressing yourself out. You probably really need an extra check-in and there's things around this too. You know, I love how you said, like, if you get sick, if you're traveling, if things happen and that check-in is just so important to witness, okay, wow, like this happened, this is going on. Um, and just give yourself some grace and come at it from an empowered perspective. Just like you said before, it's all about feeling good, feeling your why. It's not about 
you know, chaining ourselves to this, these tracking devices and like forcing ourselves. It's really about, wow, I love my body so much. I'm so excited to learn how to do this and take charge of my optimal nutrition and my optimal self and just check in with myself every day. Like, I love how you mentioned it as a ceremony, as a ritual to, Mm. uh, yeah, to just get to spend time with yourself and another act of self-care. It's so powerful. And yeah, I want last like factual little thing. I really feel that we've been taught that it's okay to not ovulate. It's okay to not have a period. Mm-hmm. There has legitimately been articles, medical information that says it's okay. It has even been used in the marketing initially of birth control and just, you know, it's, it's not true. It's really, really, really important for our bodies to go through this this, uh, process and it's actually called our fifth vital sign. And so I really, this was put into perspective for me recently. It's the same as your pulse, your respiratory rate and your temperature, these other vital signs of our body. And I really had this question posed to me. If you had 103 degree fever, would you just let it go? Or would you figure it out? Like, would you take action? Or if your pulse was barely there and you were blue, what would you do? Like, would you just let it happen and see how long it would like, last? Oh, whatever. It, yeah. It's the same thing with ovulation. Like genuinely yeah. it's the body. It's the body saying, I do not feel safe yeah. to have a baby. Like from an evolutionary standpoint, we are reproductive people. And it's literally your body saying like, no, I don't have the capacity. And sometimes it's because the body is prioritizing the production of cortisol stress yes. hormones yes. over progesterone. Your body is saying, actually, this is more important, which is yep. like, huge to know and actually address because you, I mean, think about it. Cortisol are just raging through the body, no ovulation. I mean, there's like big root issues to look at and it doesn't have to be like the scary thing to figure out, but right. it's just like, that's a sign. And it's just like, okay, what can I do? And like, take it slow yes. and like, you know, get seek support. I think that's the I biggest love- thing is like find support. I love that analogy so much. Just making it clear. Like that reminds me of the analogy of, um, if there's something wrong with your car and you take your car to a mechanic and the mechanic's like, Oh, let's just put in a new engine. And you're like, excuse me, you didn't even look at it. Like what you're just going to put in a new engine. Like, what do you mean? <gasps> like not even, I feel like that's what it happens. to bodies. Like we go to the doctor and we're like, Hey, I'm not getting my period. It's like, Oh, just go on birth control. And we're like, okay, fantastic. Like, no, excuse me. There's something wrong with my car. Are you please like, check it out. Look at it. Let me know what's wrong. Like, aren't you at least going to try to turn it on? Turn it on? Like, Ugh, I love these analogies because it makes it really clear. Like, this is not okay. You know, you not yeah. getting your period, you not ovulating, just like having it all these crazy symptoms. You're just gonna think that's normal and have that be okay and slap a band-aid over a bullet wound. Like exactly. Yeah, let's get to the root cause. And mm-hmm. I love this. I love how like holistic this call was at the beginning, really prioritizing checking in and how each day is different and how each season is so different and uh, just what to expect kind of energetically. And I love that you've touched on because yeah, our, our temperature does slightly go up and progesterone does need some more carbs. Like during that time, we are going to be needing some more food and people are so hard on themselves and keep trying to work out the same way and eat the same way. It's just not exactly sustainable or realistic. You're going to get burnt out if you're just trying to force your feminine body in a masculine force, go, 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 um, approach. So 
Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, this has been great. This has been such an all-encompassing conversation. It's really nice to tie in all these pieces because it really is like that. You know, this is like yeah. very, very full spectrum kind of topics and they all relate and weave together. So what is it that you offer for people? What can, where can people find you? Definitely check out Christina on Instagram. Tell us everything. Yeah. So I, uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at rooted, R-O-O-T-E-D dot in dot Gaia, G-A-I-A underscore. Um, and yeah, I'm right now doing one-on-one three-month programs and guiding women through everything we've talked about, integration of inner season work, cycle tracking, archetypes, all these um, self-care practices, ceremonies that we do together, how to set sacred space for yourself. Also teaching everything I know about cacao, which has been a huge piece of my life and tying all these pieces together. It's like a really, there's a lot, there's a lot of different pieces and it's beautiful to just see what comes alive with different women and what what road we go further down and it's really tailored to people's individual journey and what they're looking for. And also I offer sessions just talking about um, inner seasons and the integration of that, because really it takes like speaking about it, having someone here and then offering suggestions and slowly incorporating. It's not like, here's the answer, look at this and go do it Um, more like the slow integration. And then also same with um, a four week, four-week program with cacao teaching how to make it the the uh, mind cosmology behind it how to be in right relationship and integrity with this plant spirit and mm-hmm. yeah everything that you need to know mm-hmm. so there's several ways and basically a dm is the quickest way to figure it out and yeah. to um, connect on that um but yeah thank you so much for having me today this has been amazing oh, and i really hope that time. some of you listening come say hi on instagram i love being over there and meeting new people yes yeah. at rooted dot in dot gaia underscore g-a-i-a underscore yay thank you so much for the time i just want to take everybody a collective inhale and exhale (sighs) we are so healthy and incredible right now our bodies are constantly giving us feedback and we are listening thank you Mm -hmm. thank you katie have a beautiful day thank you to everyone listening be easy on yourself love yourself (laughs) thank you for dedicating time to improve your health and your life by listening to this podcast if you are interested in holistic health and nutritional counseling or in my vegan fitness program click the link in my bio to apply Don't forget to screenshot this and tag me at vitamin.katie on your Instagram story, subscribe to this podcast, and leave a review to get this message out there to help more people. Thanks again so much for listening, and have a beautiful, wonderful, incredible life. Much love to you. Bye.